You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Jimmy Stein on Locked On Bama. Thanks for tuning back in to our player roster countdown. I think you guys are listening to this just one week before practice starts, so uh, we need to get to it, get get a few more of these done, and uh, end it just in time for the start of practice, which is next week. I'm recording this on a Thursday that will be the very final Thursday with no football until January, so I don't know how we can be any more excited than this, but, well, here's how we can discuss one of the best players on the team. We're down to uh, 13. And that's uh, Malachi Moore, and what a story he was last year where, you know, not the most highly recruited guy in the class. As a matter of fact, probably near the bottom in terms of his ranking and hype. And uh, I'll be completely honest uh, because, you know, I give my opinion on, on all these guys that we sign and, and uh, I admit to being less excited, shall we say, about, about adding Malachi to the commitment list a year ago. Um, and here's why. Here's why I was not excited, and here, here's here's why I ended up being wrong. Um, when I assumed because of his size and uh, position and everything else, uh, you know, when Malachi committed to Alabama, I'm thinking, well, this is a cornerback, and I watch his tape, and I'm looking for corner skills, and I wasn't too knocked out. I didn't see recovery speed. I didn't see just linear speed. Um, I didn't see a guy that I thought athletically was going to be an elite corner. And uh, for that reason, I just I just couldn't get too excited about this guy. What I didn't know uh, or what I couldn't foresee, as the Alabama coaches smartly did, is that he was not going to play cornerback at Alabama. In fact, they recruited him as a safety he practices with the safeties. I know he plays a position on the field that you guys identify with more as a corner, and I do as well. I mean, the, you know, the, the nickelback position, as it's most often referred to around college and the NFL, you know, a lot of people think, well, it's, you know, the slot corner, uh, which is true, but really it's a hybrid corner safety spot. But, you know, in practice, when we're in regular uh, and, and when they they break off, off into rooms, you know, Malachi's with the safeties. He's with Charles Kelly. Uh, Charles Kelly is Malachi's coach, uh, not Jay Valai, not Nick Saban on <laughs> the corners. It's, uh, it's Charles Kelly. So uh, Malachi practices with the safeties. That was one thing I didn't really anticipate when, uh, when Malachi uh, signed with Alabama is that he would really be a safety. And if, if I'd sort of evaluated him as a safety, I probably would have had a ton of good things to say with the caveat of, wow, you know, he's pretty small, you know, for safety. But uh, the comp I'm going to make, uh, I'm not the first to say this. Uh, I kind of wish I was. Uh, you know, I saw it later. But I think a good comp for Malachi is not even an Alabama guy. It's it's Teron Matthew, you know, uh, known, known around these SEC parts as the Honey Badger, uh, who was a – what was he? He was an undersized safety um, that played nickel corner, and he was highly disruptive. I mean, a Heisman finalist. How many DBs do you guys remember 
that are so disruptive they become Heisman finalists like Teron Matthew did. And now Teron Matthew is a key component on a world championship defense with the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, two years ago, two seasons ago, he was a big part of that great player. And I think Malachi is remarkably similar to him in terms of his skill set, the the position he plays, how disruptive he can be. And as Malachi plays more and more, gains more and more experience and, and size and strength and speed, I can see him, you know, I'm not going to say he's as good as him because that, that's just unfair to the kid. When I do these comps, I don't mean he's the honey badger. What I mean is he's like him, and, and, and he is like him. And that's a good thing for Alabama because, because Mal- Malachi is a good, good player, good kid, good family, and uh, a huge asset to the defense. Um, one thing interesting to me is will Malachi play his whole career at Alabama at star? Will he always be in that nickelback spot, or will he become – more of a safety, particularly with maybe Jordan Battle, if he goes pro early or, or changes that might be made in the personnel, will Malachi become more safety or uh, will he stick it at, at, at star? And uh, I think he'll stick at star. Uh, I think moving him would be a mistake in the sense, look how good he was. I mean, look how good he was in that spot. Um, we're in nickel 70% of all of our snaps. And uh, of course, when we're in dime, the nickel's on the field as well. That's another 10% of snaps. So if he's on the field 80% of the time, that's pretty good. Also means he can get a little bit of a breather when we're in regular. And uh, hey, it's tough to play every single snap, even when you're in remarkable physical shape like our DBs are. Uh, it's tough to play every single snap. So I, I think him at nickel uh, and, and being out there in dime is, is, is a sufficient amount of snaps and there's no need to move him to safety full time just to get him even more snaps. So Malachi Moore, a critical part of our defense, one of the best players on the team. I would rank him probably among our top 10 to 12 players on the whole team right now, which is a heck of a compliment. And to, to go back in time and see that he wasn't one of our five-star freaks that, that Nick annually brings in makes it even more fun for me. Uh, I, I know in recruiting we can – we love to talk about the five stars incessantly, and of course we do. Uh, but it's almost more fun for me when it when it's not one of those guys that 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 proves to be a big time college star. And uh, and Malachi is another example to use when I say you know there's a difference between a high school prospect and a college football player. Uh, Malachi wasn't a big time high school prospect, uh, but he has certainly become a big time college football star, which is all that, uh, which is all that matters. So thanks for tuning in to Locked On Bama. This is Jimmy Stein on the Locked On Bama podcast. We are still on the player roster countdown as we're getting really close to the start of fall camp. And these guys can get on the field and start changing my opinions of them for better or worse. So, but here, here, here's the opinions on uh, on what we got so far. We we just uh, I just uh, recorded thirteen Malachi Moore, and now we're about to talk about number twelve, uh, Christian Leary uh, on the offense. Uh, not a whole lot to say, or really just going to discuss him as a prospect. He was on the team this spring, uh, which is why he has a number. Uh, he did not have what I would call an impactful spring. Um, and 
as a true freshman, this is what that means. Nothing. It means nothing. It means that he's practiced 15 times in, in college. So, so anybody that thinks that it's uh, smart to completely make up your mind, good or bad, about a player in 15 practices, uh, it's just not not right and fair to the kid. Uh, a lot of kids. I mean, th- th- how many big time Alabama players? I'm talking about the best to ever play at Alabama. Redshirted uh, tons. Uh, Marlon Humphrey, the best cornerback alive in the NFL, or certainly the highest paid one, redshirted. Quinnen Williams, what was he like, the second pick in the draft, third pick? Uh, redshirted. Sean Alexander might be in the NFL Hall of Fame one day. Uh, redshirted. So uh, so if that's the case, uh, we can certainly not uh, panic when, when a kid uh, hasn't uh, – lived up to hype in 15 practices. So, uh, so put the brakes on that. Uh, if that's how you, how you feel, um, Christian Leary has a ton of upside. Um, you know, I'll tell you who he's somewhat similar to as a matter of fact, a lot similar to, and it's just now occurring to me, really, I didn't plan to say this, but as it's occurring to me, he's pretty similar to the kid that, that committed to Alabama this week, Kobe Prentice. Uh, and, and I say that because, Christian Leary is a track guy. He has remarkable, remarkable speed. I, I compared him to Henry Ruggs uh, watching his tape uh, here on the podcast. He's a lot like Ruggs at the same stage, even similarly sized to Ruggs. And uh, that's the kind of upside the kid has. Uh, so we should be excited about that. You, you can't teach these guys to be fast. You recruit fast. You don't sign a kid and say, you know, we watch him in high school and we think with a little bit of work, we, we could make this slow kid fast. No, that's that's not physics. That's not science. That's not how any of that works. You, you, you find fast kids and you teach them to be better football players. Now that you can do. And, and, and Leary is a great example of that. Now, he, like Kobe Prentice, uh, in my mind, in my opinion, uh, this is not a track star that we're having to teach football skills. He has natural football skills. This is a tough kid. Uh, he can catch the ball. He can run routes. He, he runs to space. He's pretty tough. He'll run through tackles. Uh, he's, he's not just a, a, a smoke show and he's gone. Um, he will run through tackles if you're able to, uh, to get that close to him. Uh, and that's tough because this guy, this is a legitimate four, four guy. And, uh, for that reason alone, I think Christian Leary is one day going to be a good player at Alabama. It might even be this fall. Would not shock me in the least if he was in the first team rotation this fall. I don't expect it based on what Alabama's got. I think Mechie, Jamison Williams, and Slade Bolden uh, are all talented and have a lot of experience playing college football games. So I, I don't see any of our freshmen getting ahead of those three. I think the question about who's going to be in the rotation kind of comes down to how many guys are in the first-team rotation. Uh, if it's four, uh, I don't think you should assume it's going to be Christian Leary. If it's six, uh, maybe so. Maybe so. He'd have a shot. So uh, probably next spring and uh, fall, next spring and fall 2022 will be really big for him in terms of what's his future at Alabama, in terms of is this going to be a guy that plays his way into the first-team rotation. Uh, you don't have to do it in, by year two, but I think year two is critical for wide receivers uh, in particular, and I say that because if if a wide receiver takes three or four years to develop, they get leapfrogged. I'll, I'll give you good examples. Uh, you all remember 
Of course, you do Robert Foster and Cam Sims, who had almost quiet careers at Alabama in terms of their production. And then they went to the NFL and proved that they're actually good players. And we're like, why didn't we see more of them? Look, these, these guys are sticking on NFL rosters for multiple seasons. Uh, what, what happens is they were just late developers. They developed late in their careers. And when you develop late in your career uh, at Alabama, at Nick Saban's Alabama, what happens is they bring in freshmen like Ruggs and Judy and Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell, and now they leapfrog older kids who are still developing. So that's why I think developing by year two is kind of big for receivers. So thanks for listening to the Player Roster Countdown on Locked On Bama. Welcome back in to Locked on Bama. This is Jimmy Stein continuing with the player roster countdown. We are at 11. There's a couple of 11s. Let's do Christian Story first on defense. Safety, kind of redshirted a year ago. I mean, it, well, everybody did, but you know what I'm saying. We, we didn't see Christian Story last fall in those conference games. Uh, he's developing. Now, keep him. I, I like Christian, and I still like Christian, by the way, even from what I saw this spring. I think Christian Story is going to be a really good player. We, we won't see him this fall very much, maybe on special teams, uh, because we're, we're, we're pretty stacked at safety with guys who have played, you know, Battle, Branch, Malachi Moore, um, uh, to say nothing of DeMarco Hellams, who's going to be a starter, Daniel Wright, who was a starter last year. They're all back, so we, we won't see Christian Story uh, this fall. But do not forget that he's on the team and do not give up on this guy. He's going to be good. I I feel confident he's going to be good. I loved him as a prospect. And, again, from what I I saw of Moan Eyes this spring, I I think he's going to be a player. Uh, He was a guy that played multiple positions in high school, including quarterback, uh, which means he knows the game. He's a baller. He's instinctive. Uh, You know, he's a leader. Uh, but he played a lot of offense in, in high school, and, and he did play some defense. But he played; he was a really an offensive player, and and uh, he's so he's learning how to play DB at this high level when it gets really complicated and the parts move around real fast. It's, it's just not easy to catch up on that. You got to give these guys; it's fair to say two years to to learn it. So uh, he's just starting now in year two. So uh, I think it's be really good. And uh, I think maybe next spring and fall 2022 uh, will be sort of crucial for him uh, in terms of how things will work out at Alabama. But, man, he's he's a good prospect. Um, I also mentioned because his brother has an interesting decision this week. One of the more interesting prospects in Alabama, Caden Story, is Christian Story's younger brother not being recruited by Alabama. Uh, you know, which is hardly an insult because Alabama recruits, as we know, the best of the best of the best. I mean, the top, you know, the very top elite guys in the country. Caden Story is a uh, very good prospect. I think he's top 20 in Alabama, is, is, you know, fair. I mean, I think that's where he's at. And, and, and you know, in that range, it sounds right to me. He is an outside linebacker, defensive end type, depending on, you know, if you play a 4-3, might be a defensive end. If you play a 3-4, maybe an outside linebacker. Um, the reason I mentioned him, what an interesting decision. He's literally deciding between Auburn and Central Florida. So it's kind of funny, uh, you know, for, for you Bama fans who like to gig Auburn a little bit. If he chooses Central Florida and Gus Malzahn over Auburn, uh, there's going to be some laughs on the Bama message boards. Um, 
you know, I, I wouldn't look that way myself. I mean, in the sense that he, he, if he chooses Central Florida, I don't believe he will. My, I, I don't know because I'm not plugged in over there. But, but I, you know, my guess is he, he's going to Auburn. Uh, but if he chooses Central Florida, it'll be because of his relationship with Gus Malzahn and his people. Uh, and he's more comfortable because that's who's been recruiting him for, for three years, you know, and he doesn't know these Auburn guys that, that just show up from Boise. So if he chooses Central Florida, I won't be shocked, nor will I consider it the ultimate slap in the face at Auburn because this kid would be committing to the coach he's real comfortable with. And, hey, if you're not comfortable, you're, you're not going to be your best. And, uh, you know, and, and if you go to Central Florida and you're, you're really good, I mean, they'll, they'll find you down there. Those The scouts know where Central Florida is. So, um, so anyway, I just think that's interesting as we're talking about Christian's story with his uh, younger brother's commitment coming up this weekend. Uh, you know, that'll be interesting as to see where uh, Caden's story ends up at Auburn uh, or uh, or at Central Florida choosing uh, Gus Malzahn and, and his staff. Um, again, Alabama not not extending a committable offer to uh, to Caden's story just doesn't doesn't really fit with what I mean. Alabama took. I mean, I, I think I, if Alabama recruited me, probably be a Jack linebacker. Alabama's already got one in this class, Jeremiah Alexander, who's universally considered a better prospect. So, so it's, uh, Alabama just didn't have a spot for uh, for for uh, for Christian Story's younger brother. If you were wondering uh, where Alabama was in his recruitment, so thanks for listening to the Player Roster Countdown. We're getting close to kickoff, folks.